1: Hi, and welcome to episode 114 of three geeky ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli and with me today is Suze Gilbert. Hi Suze. Happy New Year everyone. Yeah. And you
0: Elisa? You and too. Vicky too.
1: Unfortunately, Vicky couldn't make it today. She had every intention, but she had a last minute family emergency and of course, that takes priority. So, hopefully everything is going okay for Vicky. One
0: well, thing I couldn't, I couldn't say anything cuz last time I had strep throat. And I had no I had no voice.
1: Yeah, and so. I wasn't feeling too good either, so whatever's going around hit both of us. But thankfully we're both on the upswing. I'm not a hundred percent this you know, the little bit of a sniffly in the runny nose, not to be too graphic, just doesn't want to go away. But at least I feel a thousand times better than I did. Good. I don't Feel like I was hit by a truck. And it wasn't the flu, <laughs> it was just a cold. Just a cold. No, mine was the sore throat and I started having white patches.
0: Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. So I went and had a strep test. and they said it was so nice when they said very few adults really get strep throat. <laughs> well my youngest
1: son had yeah, it right before Christmas. Really? Yeah, yeah, right before Christmas he had strep.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it was. I, I was thinking, you know, half the time when you're out and about and shopping and you, you know, push a shopping cart, you just don't know what you know, a child has been sick or adult that's been sick and, you know, you're always acquiring germs. So, right.
1: One thing I want to mention before we get going is, and you might not have heard this yet, Suze, but Pocket Size Podcast is back. No, Scott's coming back. Yeah. So for those of you who are unaware, our, our friend Scott Wilsey was one of the co-hosts along with Ronnie Lutz of Pocket Size Podcast, which is a podcast we enjoyed over the years, but they decided to retire it for various reasons. And just yesterday, they brought it back. So what they have in the feed now is a just a teaser that it's coming. So I don't know at what point they're going to release a full-fledged episode, but That's something for you, you know, if you want to look for something new, that's something to Uh, look into.
0: Scott's such a great guy. He really is such a great guy. And he's got a very calming um, voice, you know, just, uh, he's one of those people that you'd like to meet in person, just listening to his voice. I, I enjoyed I used to um, do product reviews. You know, mm-hmm. I did some I um, app reviews on him. And I enjoyed it. He was, he was a great guy. That I'm was glad something I, coming back.
1: That was a part of the podcast that I liked is when they talked about apps. Uh, I'm glad he's coming back. Different, That's different great reviews. Yeah. And Scott was a guest once or twice. Yeah, maybe three yeah. times. I'm not sure exactly. But he was a guest on three geeky ladies. So uh, I was very happy to see that. So if you're looking for a new podcast to listen to, I I recommend Pocket Size Podcast. The other thing I want to mention, uh, more of like a follow-up, is about my Apple Watch. (laughs) And I can tell you now that, uh, and you'll understand this, Suze, Ilay Mort.
0: (laughs) No, Ilay Mort. Well, actually, we're she, uh Montreux is a watch, and that
1: would be L. So L.A. morte L.A. Mort. Mort. So almost, yeah. Yes.
0: <gasps> what, happened? Is, what do you mean it died? She is What dead? happened?
1: She is dead. Um, as you know, the battery was always an issue. It just wasn't holding the charge anymore. So I, I had called Apple to see if they could do some sort of diagnostic on the watch to see if it was the battery. And I said, I've had this watch for two years now. I got it on December 26th of 2015 what is the average lifespan? I know batteries die eventually, but what's the average lifespan? And they said, it should be around three years for the battery. I said, well, I've had this for two years. And he, the person I spoke with suggested different things like um, reinstalling and wiping out and doing it. And I said, I've done all those things. And he says, you need to bring it to the store. They can do a diagnostic. And if there's something wrong with the battery, they might be able to do something for you. I said, okay. But I started to not feel well, so I had to put that off. In the meantime, the weekend after New Year's, my husband and I went to New York City for the weekend. Saturday morning, we're in the car. It was about a two and a half hour drive for us. We're in the car. I'm not doing anything. I'm not listening to music. I'm not texting. I'm doing absolutely nothing. I'm not even knitting because it was so cold. I had my gloves on the whole time. So I'm just sitting there doing nothing. And it drops to 70%. Like, how can this be happening? I'm doing nothing nothing. By three o'clock in the afternoon, and granted, I was, we were in Macy's and just walking, 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 walking all over the store. And if you know Herald Square Macy's, you know how huge that store is. We're doing a lot of walking, but I'm not doing anything with the watch. By three o'clock, gone. Battery's dead. Had to bring it back to the hotel, put it back in the charger so I could have it for the rest of the evening. However, the next day, it worked like a champion. And I was using the watch more. So I have no idea. So last Thursday, today's what? Today's Friday. So last Thursday, so it's what? um, Eight days ago. I bring it to the Apple store. I tell them what's going on. He runs a diagnostic and says, well, based on this diagnostic, your battery is fine. But to be honest with you, I also have the Series Zero and I have the same problems too where the battery doesn't last. It's really not accurate with my workouts. And he was training for a, I think, an Ironman. So he was in thinking about moving up to a series three also. And I said, well, I would think about it, but I'm not really sure if I want to spend the money. I said, it really depends on how much I can get for this. And he goes, well, let me look into this. Hold on a second. So he goes into the back room. About five minutes later, he comes back and he goes, here's the deal. If we send the watch away, they're only going to send it back to you because there's nothing wrong with the battery. So they're not going to replace it for you. However, you can trade it in for $75 toward a new one. And I'm thinking, okay, I wanted a hundred, but okay, I'll take 75. He goes, okay, brings me over to the salesperson who's standing over by the watches and says, okay, this is Mary, I don't remember her name this is Mary, she will help you pick out a new watch. And he explains to her what my my situation is. And she goes, oh no, she doesn't turn the watch in here. She has to go online and do it. And then they send her a gift card and then comes back and buys the watch. He goes, oh, okay, I didn't know that. He goes, I'm a genius. I don't work on the sales end. He goes, thanks for letting me know this. At least now I have this new information. So what you do is you go to the Apple website, you scroll to the bottom where it says recycle. You click on that button and it brings you to a website called Brightstar. And what you do is you choose the recycle and you have an option of your, uh, I'm just going on this page now, phone, iPad, Apple Watch, and non-Apple. So we've clicked on Apple Watch. And this is bringing me back to my own account. Let me start from the beginning here. Okay. So we go to, come on. Why is it bringing me to iPhone? Let's try Apple Watch again. There we go. Select your Apple Watch. Which model do I have? And it shows all the various models. So I picked sports first generation. Then it asked you if it's 38 or 42 millimeter. Then it asked you five questions. Does it power on okay? Is it in good condition? Is it free from liquid damage? Blah, blah, blah. And basically there's five questions. If you answer no to any of them, you get nothing. It's an all or nothing. You answer yes to all of them, which I'm doing right now again. And then it says, get my evaluation. And it comes up $50 Apple Store gift card. Well, when he did it, it said 75. He goes, just do this at home, go through all the prompts, and they'll send you the card. As you just heard, I only got 50. I'm like, that's not Hmm. right. So I called the phone number. For Star and explained to them, I said, "You know, hey, I was just at the Apple Store a few hours ago, and it came up seventy-five dollars. And best we can figure is, when the genius was showing me what to do, he must have clicked on the wrong watch band, hmm. because they said fifty was what they always did.
0: He's not so much a genius. Yeah, I guess not.
1: So, <laughs> so." I said, fine. Said, oh, actually, so I said, let me think about it and see if what I want to do. It's like, $50, that's really not much. But then at the same time, it's just going to sit in the drawer doing nothing. I might as well get something for it. So I told my husband about it. I said, what do you think I should do? You know, should I trade in my watch, to, you know, the $50 to get something new? What do you think I should do? He goes, he goes, Trade in the watch already. I'm sick of hearing you bitch about the about the battery. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs>
0: See, the thing is, is he's always going to just tell you because he knows what the right
1: answer is. <laughs> yeah. So, so I did. So, so how, it, much, how much was the new watch, Elisa? I haven't bought it yet. It's, but I believe oh. it's three hundred thirty nine dollars. So I went through the I motions. A, I have a
0: quick question for you though. Yeah. I mean, because when I bought my watch mm-hmm. uh, last year, I bought it at Best Buy because they had a special on it and it was like 30, 40, I, no, it's more than that. It was like 45, almost $50 off of the retail price. Right. So would, because there are um, Best Buy is an Apple authorized dealer, can you use your gift card?
1: At a Best Buy no, store? it's an Apple oh. Star gift card, and oh, okay. se- the, the new series of watches have not gone on sale anywhere.
0: Okay, okay.
1: It's only the series, because I can still get a Series 2 on sale, but I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get the brand new, because before you know it, the next watch is going to be released. Yeah. So they gave you an option of either printing out a mailing label and using your own packaging. Or they would send you a box. And I just said, I want to get this done. So I think this was Saturday at this point. So I printed out a mailing label. I had an envelope, I threw it in the envelope or a box, whatever I ended up using. Or I know what it was. I was UPS. And I happened to have an old UPS uh, envelope. So I just took care of all that. I dropped it off at a Staples by me because they have UPS. UPS came on uh, Monday at 5 o'clock. That was when their pickup is. And I just before recording today, I checked my account on the Bright Star. They received the watch. So I haven't received my gift card yet. And I've heard varying things. Uh, Something said I'm going to get a physical gift card in the mail. And something else said I'm going to get an e-card
0: you know, why do a mail? I mean, I hope people don't, I mean, just everything's so much more convenient when you do everything by text or email.
1: Yeah. I mean, if they send me, if they send it to me through email, that's fine because I can just go to Apple's website and just place the order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm not in any hurry. And it's been weird because I haven't been wearing the watch in a week. And part of me is feeling freedom. I'm not tied to this anymore. I don't have to Uh, When I go to the gym, I'm not checking anything, you know, I'm not like hitting my little buttons and making sure that everything is counting correctly and checking my steps all day. And did I stand yet today? It's given me this sense of freedom at the same time. My wrist feels naked and I can't do something as simple as look to see what time it is.
0: Well, I used to just, you have my phone on me all the time and, you know, tell time that way or ask Siri, you know, that's how lazy I am. But when I, I have the series too. And I have to say is that a lot of the apps that I use frequently are on the watch, such as Ring, um, you know, the uh, doorbell that has a uh, camera. So when somebody comes to the door, it will let me know. I like to, you know, I like that instantaneous uh, alert. I like to ask Siri if I need directions. I like listening to my music. I would miss it probably. Um I don't have the cell phone version, but I don't know if i re- i mean eventually you know through the course of maybe five years, I probably will get it but right now I'm happy with the with the with the Apple watch too so far. I don't feel I need to have um i i say that i it sometimes it's you know you're always tethered to your phone when you have the the watch that doesn't have the cellular. I will say that I do love listening to my music, but of course i always, i usually have to have my you know um uh the phone with me unless you know I have things downloaded on it but I also feel that um having the ability to be untethered to your phone and to walk like my dog around the you know for her walk at night and just have be able to have a conversation with my airpods I think that would be really wonderful I just don't think I'll get it right away cuz I have you know I have the new phone so
1: I'm not going I think to. I'm okay. I'm gonna get the the regular the just the g p s version. The one thing I did miss about having the watch is yesterday when I went to the grocery store, I had to mm-hmm. use Apple pay on my phone like a caveman. Oh my gosh, listen to you. Oh, it was awful <laughs> it's
0: always it's always funny because when I use my watch, I know I always have people behind me thinking, Oh that's so neat because you know you but it I will say that you know you say caveman but there's two steps when you're using the iPhone um 10 because of the facial recognition. So you have to have it see your face to to have the transaction go through. Where the watch you don't have to. You just double press the little, you know, button or the lower button on the right and you know put it up to the um NFC reader and boom. Mm-hmm. But the 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 phone you have to put it near the reader. And then you have to have it look at you to unlock, you know, unlock the phone to be able to process the payment and, you know, for, to recognize you when you have it hooked up to your cards. So there's an extra step with the phone. You know, I don't know eventually if they'll maybe have the rear the, um, the facing camera be able to do that, which would be wonderful because then you wouldn't have an extra step if you put the phone near the reader and it recognized you, it could the, the transaction could go through.
1: That was the nice thing about the watch. It's instantaneous. I've had so many cashiers say, what did you just do? I said, I just (laughs) used Apple pay on my watch to pay for my purchase. Like that is so cool. It is cool. It is. is Yeah, no, it is cool. So that's the saga of my watch. So hopefully by the next episode, I will have received my new watch, whether I do it by mail or go physically to the Apple store. Um, we'll We'll have to see. We'll see what happens, but What we wanted to talk about today was our holiday gifts, some cool things that we got for the holidays for Hanukkah and Christmas. And because my list is so little, if you don't mind, Susie, I'm going to go first because I'm going to be brief and to the point. (laughs) We don't do presents because we're pretty much the kind of family that when we want something, we buy it. We don't wait around. So the only present that I really got is I told my kids that I wanted a pair of Beats earbuds. So that's what they got me, and and how do you like them? I like them. I, I now I haven't really listened to them to, for music. I use these at the gym. One thing that I really like about these, well, there's a couple of things I really like, but one thing that I really like about these, as opposed to other wireless Bluetooth earbuds that I've had, is with the other ones with the wire, they still will, the wire will hang to one side or the other because the charging port is heavy. And it's usually the same as the, how do you even put it, where the the little big extra piece where the charging port is usually also has the up and down volume buttons. Mm -hmm. And so it makes it heavy on one side or the other. So it kind of pulls to one side. With these, you have the charging port on one side and you have the up-down buttons. um, I'm sorry. You have the charging port on one side and the on-off button on the other. But they're equally balanced. So that when you put them on, it doesn't drag one side or the other. They sit around your neck beautifully. So the weight is really good. So you don't have to worry about as you're moving your body that, you know, one, one side of your earbuds, uh, the wire is pulling to the left. And then you have to pull it back in, in place like I would with other beats. So with other ones that I've used. The other thing that I also really like about this is when it came time to pairing, it had this really cool graphic on my iPhone. I said, hello, Beats, and you just said, okay, and boom, just like that, they were paired. It it took nothing. So now, as soon as I turn these on, they are paired immediately. I cannot tell you how many times I've used other things where I've had hit connect, connect. Come on, connect. Sometime today would be nice, and then it wouldn't connect, and I'd have to disconnect and disassociate them and reassociate them. With this, as soon as I turn them on, they're connected. Just like that. It's great.
0: Well, I'm glad you like them because, you know, having anything around my neck would drive me crazy. I really, really like my AirPods because they fit. And I know some people have a hard time because they don't fit in their ears, but I have small ear canals and I usually always have to have like the very smallest insert on an earbud. But I have the AirPods are excellent. I love them. I love them. They connect instantly for me. And also... I know there's not supposed to be noise canceling, but when I'm on a plane, I don't hear a lot of the superfluous noise on a plane, which is really nice. So I'm I'm still really, that was one of the best uses of a um, Apple store uh, gift card I ever used. I really like, I do like them very, very much.
1: It could be my next one. I did see a lot of people, which goes into my next and final holiday gift, uh, New York City. I saw a lot of people when we were waiting for the subway. With AirPods. Mm. Um, My husband on Christmas morning said, plan a trip to New York City. I said, okay, you don't have to tell me twice because I love New York City. I'm one of the few people that would willingly live there. That's how much I love New York City. So we decided he wanted to go to either a basketball game or a hockey game at Madison Square Garden. Well, good luck with the tickets. Tickets are just crazy. So I found... Uh, a weekend where we could go to a Broadway show Saturday night, and then Sunday afternoon we could go to Brooklyn and we saw the New Eng- uh, New England, the New York Islanders against the New Jersey Devils. And for the time being, they play at the Barclay Center in Brooklyn, and that was a one o'clock game, which was perfect because there was plenty of time to get back into New York City and then drive home. So we drove down the coldest weekend. That ever existed, at least as far as I'm concerned. It was so cold that I wore a hat. I don't wear hats. That's how cold it was. It was double digit below zero. The wind was whipping. We took the subway. We never take the subway. We walk everywhere. It was, I cannot begin to tell you how cold it was. And if you live in New York City and you're listening to this, you know how cold it was. Oh, it was just crazy. So we got there, and then we we bought tickets to see School of Rock, the musical. And then we took the subway to Macy's, and we spent a long time there. Then we just took the subway back up to our hotel. And like I said, again, it was so cold that we ended up having dinner at Applebee's before the show. (laughs) We don't eat at chain restaurants when we're away because we want to experience the local mom-and-pop restaurants. It was just too, it was, I cannot emphasize how cold it was. It was just too much. So it was just easier to say, let's just go to Applebee's, have dinner there. The show was right next door. Well, the food stunk and we were in front of the door. So every time people were coming and going, the wind was like right on top of us. It it wasn't pretty. That's brutal. Went next door, went to the show. If you don't know, School of Rock musical is based on the Jack Black movie from 2000, whatever it was, 2005. I don't remember the exact year.
0: It was a fun movie. It that was. was a really fun movie. And
1: in the movie and on Broadway, those children did the actual singing and playing of the instruments. And fun. they were incredible. They were amazing, these kids, because they're singing, they're dancing, and they're playing electric guitar, they're playing the drums, they're playing the keyboards. And the one, if you, if you know the one, uh, you remember Tamika, she was always the shy girl, but when she started singing, she could belt it out. Well, my husband said to me after the show, when she was singing, if he didn't know any better, he thought it was an adult singing. Wow. Her voice was so strong. So that's what we did. Oh, I got to tell you, we're walking, back, like, we're walking back to our hotel, which is only a block away. And we get there and there's this big, huge bus in front of the hotel. And the lights are on in the bus and all these people and their adults, older adults, are sitting sideways looking out the window toward the hotel. And we're kind of, we started to walk into the, into the hotel in the lobby and then we hear music blasting so we walk back out. And there's this woman dancing on the sidewalk for the people on the bus. <laughs> and I'm and she's not wearing very much. I mean she was wearing um, Oh my god. I mean, she wasn't naked, but I mean she was wearing um just a very small dress and a sweater and she finally took the sweater off. And I'm thinking, Oh my god, it is so cold. How can you be doing this? And then I looked again and I said, Oh, that's not a woman. That's a drag queen. So that I love was drag queens. That was, God, I love drag yeah, queens, so that was, I truly do. That was it. She didn't have on as much makeup, which is maybe think that she was a woman at first, but it was a drag queen. And she was dancing two different you know, two different songs. I think one was It's Raining Men and I forget what the other song was that she was dancing <laughs> to. But she was doing all this dancing up and down and the crowd starts gathering and the music is blasting on outside speakers from the bus and just like okay, <laughs> I'm in New York City. And then finally, she's all done. And she takes her bows and she puts her sweater back on and don't, jumps back on the bus. So the bus is sitting there for a few minutes. So we go back in and I go up to someone at the uh, in the lobby the, at the counter. And I said, what's going on? And he says, I have no idea, but it's a party bus of older people. They stop in front of our hotel, somebody gets out and dances, and then they go on their way. I'm like okay.
0: That's funny. Yep. That's great.
1: Yep. So the next day we got on the subway and went to Brooklyn. But of course, to, in order to do that, we went on the subway heading north instead of south. So we ended up going uptown instead of downtown. And finally had to say something, is this going to Brooklyn? They said, no, you're on the wrong side. So we had to get off, cross the platform, oh. get the get the subway on the other side. So we get there we're meeting my cousin. My cousin lives in Long Island. So we met him, had lunch, went to went to the game. And if you're familiar with Barclay, the entrance to the subway is right there. So we go down, there's this huge line to buy uh, your subway pass. Half of them are broken. Some only took cash. I'm like, oh great, there's hundreds of people here who wanna get on the subway to go home and we're sitting here waiting. But okay, so we finally get our subway. We get our pass. Which subway are we supposed to take? We can't find, we knew which line we had to take. We can't find the platform for it. We kept asking people that work there, where is the, I think we're, I forget now if it was the D line, I forget which one it was, but where's the D line? We want to go back into Manhattan. Oh, we'll walk over here and walk over there. We could not find the correct side. We could only find the side that goes deeper into Brooklyn. You have no idea how much walking we did to finally find the platform. I'm asking people waiting on the platform, are you all going back to Manhattan? <laughs> And they say, and they're are they also the same thing. We think so. <laughs> well, I guess we'll all find out together. <laughs> so once we got on, though, there's like a little map on the inside of the of the subway that shows what all the different stops are. And then mm-hmm. when I saw Manhattan, I'm like, okay, we're good. So then we went to get the car where we had parked the car in a separate parking garage, and the Broadway shows had just gotten out. That was a 20 minute wait just to, for my turn to be able to turn in my ticket and say get my car. And then we went home. So, but it was nice. Other than the really really cold cold weather, it was nice. It was nice going away for a little bit cuz I haven't seen a show in a couple of years and we hadn't been to a hockey game in 32 years. So that was nice. Wow. That was it for my gifts. Now it's the Suze show. No, not
0: Well, I got my, I got my 10. I got, you know, I got my iPhone. That was, that was my big gift, really. And I didn't really want anything. Um, There wasn't really much I needed. But, you know, I have, you know, my son said, Mom, you, you know, you never update your Amazon wish list, just to let you know. Because I, u- I use my wish list, like, for things that inspire me or things I might think about getting in, in the future. So if I go through something and I look it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I would like to get that. But I do the same the- thing, Yep. Yeah. Or the price, or maybe I don't need it right away. So I just I kind of put it on my wish list. And if there's books, you know, that I think about, I'll just so I don't forget it. Exactly. I just I just throw it on my wish list. Well, the poor kid when he wades through my wish list, he's like, oh my gosh, he's got like things there for. So I privatized that, and then I made a public Christmas wish list. And so, really, um, I didn't have much on my on my list. And my girlfriend, my oldest friend, not age-wise, but we've known each other since we've been nine years old from Oregon. Um, She had given me a gift card to Amazon. And people wanted to get me an Instapot for Christmas. I said, oh, for gosh sakes, no, I don't do fad stuff. I'm not a fatty except for like, okay, iPhone stuff or apple stuff. Okay, I'm a little fatty, but I said, I just don't do, you know, fads because I don't do the rice cooker and all this other stuff because I don't have room. I have a smaller house now. I don't have room in my kitchen. So space is at a premium and I'm just really um, judicious about what I put in my kitchen. And it just kills me. I can't have, I love dishes and my husband forbids me to buy any new dishes. So, you know, I'm, I already have a knife to the heart there. So I said, no, I don't, I don't need. The Instant Pot Mini—it's a fad. Well, I got the Instant Pot Mini, so it's um, it's the mini version. It's the love child, they said, of an <laughs> Instant Pot. And an Instant Pot—I love that—and the love child. So I thought, okay, well, if I have this, I don't need my crock pot because you know I did have a three quart crock pot, which is fine for two people. I love to cook. I have to to say that, but. The Instapot, from what I read about it, didn't excite me because it was a pressure cooker. Now, for those of you that have had um, Polish grandmothers or Irish grandmothers like I had that used pressure cookers, you will know the fear that they instilled in you the bejesus. I mean, if that thing exploded. So I always was freaked out when my grandmothers had their pressure cookers going, whether they were making a corned beef brisket or, you know, they were doing potatoes or, uh, you know. Cabbage soup—they would always put it in a pressure cooker, and um, that thing would whistle, and I would be scared to death. I would tremble. I'm not kidding you. I would tremble because the word explosion is is scary to me. I I was scared even in biology and chemistry with the Bunsen burners. I I just learned recently in the past five years to deal with gas. So I thought, no, I don't really want a pressure cooker because I don't want. I I really don't want to you know have my house exploding. So from the InstaPot is safe. I will say that it's an electric pressure cooker, but it's also a slow cooker. It's a rice cooker. It steams vegetables. It sautes. So you don't have to have you don't have to saute like onions or garlic or green peppers. You can actually saute in the steel bowl. It has a stainless steel bowl, which I like because it doesn't I really don't like chemicals. I don't like to have Teflon things. And it also you can make yogurt in it. You can make cheesecakes in it. For I I mean, there's this whole cult evolved with this whole InstaPot stuff, and it you can warm stuff in it. So I thought, well, all right, a mini. So I don't need my crock pot, but this is three quarts. So I will say that if any of you do decide to get an InstaPot mini, I I it was on sale at Amazon right after the holidays. I highly recommend it. It's fabulous. Um, It has a valve. And so I made potatoes in it to try it out. That was my first thing. I said, well, you know, for Christmas Day, I'll make potatoes in it. So you you don't ever want to add uh, a liquid that's more than two-thirds in the bowl, whether you have the regular Instapot or the Instapot Mini. And there's all sorts of different kinds of Instapots. There's even a uh, Wi-Fi one that you can, you know, that has an app on your phone and you can program it. It's pretty cool. Um, But the Instapot Mini is, is I mean, it's, It's analog. I mean, you have to program it. So you shut the valve and it goes up to pressure and the potatoes only took like 20 minutes and they were the fluffiest potatoes. So I thought, well, that's really cool. And you have, you have three ways that you can release the pressure in the pressure cooker. So they have like this little valve that pops up when it's full of pressure. So, you know, but you have to seal it. So when you're, when you're, when it's done, uh, when the digital timer is, says, you know, it's done from your pressure cooker, you can either take a spoon or your finger, just going to be careful you don't put your face over it, and you can take the valve off to open and all the steam will come out, or you can let it decompress naturally, which takes about 15 minutes. Um, I just think it's, I didn't think I would like it as much as I like it. I think it's really great. Um I like the fact I can make yogurt in it. I like the fact that, you know, rice, I am, I never wanted to buy a rice cooker because like I said, I don't need another appliance. But what I like about it is that when I cook jasmine rice or risotto or anything that takes like a long time, you always end up, even on a gas stove at low heat, you always get like a buildup of rice on the bottom of your, unless you're really, really good about standing over the stove and, and stirring constantly. This comes out really fluffy. I'm just really impressed with it. And the three quart is absolutely fine for two people. And they have a bunch of cookbooks online as well. Um, if you look up Instapot Cooking for Two or Instapot Mini, um, they have some cookbooks that have gotten close to five stars. So they have a bunch of recipes. What's intriguing, eventually, I think I might make a, um, a cheesecake in it because cheesecakes... I don't know if you've ever made a cheesecake, Elisa, but it takes – you have to put it on a warm oven, and it takes, like, I don't know, a couple hours. This one, I think, takes, like, 20 minutes. And you can buy, like, a six-inch um, – you can buy um, pots for it, like, little pans for it that have, like, a three-inch side. So you can actually make a cheesecake in that, or they have ones with, like, a removable bottom. But you just have to remember that you have to get six inches. Anything more than that won't fit into, this, into the mini. They also have like a rack in there for steaming. But I did get like a little steamer. My little steaming basket fits in there really, really well. A little butterfly steaming basket. Uh, they have a lid. So if you've made stuff and you don't want to have to put aluminum foil, they have a silicone lid that's, you know, just a couple bucks that you can put that in the refrigerator. You can buy um, other stainless steel bowls for it. Um, the ceramic bowl, I didn't get uh because i think the steel stainless steel is fine but i love it and for somebody that doesn't
1: like to cook it, this would be perfect for you that's what I was It'd just be absolutely ask
0: perfect for you
1: someone like me who hates to cook i have a crock pot and i use the the crock pot liners so that when we're all done i can just take the liner and throw it away and just rinse the bowl other than scrubbing the bowl yeah because i'm lazy like that <laughs> but uh i use it to do make uh actually, I'm doing it tomorrow. Uh, I don't care for it, but my husband likes beef stew. So I'll make beef stew tomorrow. Uh, I've made pulled pork, pulled chicken. I haven't really expanded on anything in the crock pot. I know there's a ton of other stuff you can make, but it's basically the same idea using the Instant Pot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But see, it's faster with this, what's really wonderful with the pressure cooker. I mean, you're cutting down your, that's why my grandmothers always used the pressure cooker because it, it, you know, you could start dinner a half hour before it was due to be on the table and, you know, it would be cooked. I think um, what I like about, the pressure cooker like say for instance some people were saying that the mini would be great for an rv or camping you know how guys go on like a camping trip this might be a nice father's day gift too like you know you can put fish in there you can cook everything in there and just boom um i i like the fact that it has so many different uses so it's just one appliance that has seven things that you can use it for I'm happy with that i I think that was actually a great present and I really appreciate it thank you cindy um it's 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 i'm I'm absolutely um appalled that I like it so much but i do and you know the fact that I can use a pressure cooker now without you know my heart doing double beats is is in going into palpitations is really great uh, I don't know why I've always been so scared of a pressure cooker but this you know has a lot of safety features and they have a good book that comes with it they also give you a little cookbook that comes with it and like I said there's plenty of blogs that have all sorts of recipes you know venison and you know fish and um, appetizers but, but the other thing that's really nice is that, just to let everyone know that the Patriots are in the <clears throat> playoffs this weekend. They're going to be playing the Jags on Sunday. And <laughs> get my little plug, go Pat's. Um, but I'm making split pea soup, as you know. I figured, well, we're going up to my son's, uh, uh, who lives an hour away from from us, and I said, well, you know, I'll bake split pea soup. But you know, normally when you bring soup to some place you know it leaks all over the car you have to make sure you know if it's hot soup you know you you don't really want to put it in plastic i i hate i'm loath to put anything hot in in plastic cuz i don't like plastic chemicals leaching out into my food but this is great because the um it's a really heavy cover the pressure cooker cover so it locks into place so there's no slurping and slopping around in a car so i'm just putting the soup in there and and off we'll go so yeah i'm i'm actually or I can use that actually silicone cover and just bring up the InstaPot and then warm it up there. I I, ha- I paid forty seven dollars for it mm. after Christmas. It's sixty nine ninety nine right now, but I think it's um, I think it's just a terrific appliance. So that was one of my Christmas presents. And then the next Christmas present that my son got me, um, <laughs> I had been reading about. You know, I love wood fire pizzas. I love, you know, going at brick ovens. I just love that whole taste of, you know, a wood-fired pizza. So I had read on some blog how they said, oh, you can just take your pizza stone and you can put it in your barbecue and you can make your pizza in the barbecue. And everyone seemed to have a lot of success with it. And so I said, "Okay, well, I have a pizza stone. It had a little chip in it from over the years. i said ah, you know i'll go i 'm going to try this." My husband had one job. he had one job, and that was to watch the pizza. So I started up the barbecue. I put the pizza stone on it, so i didn 't put a cold pizza stone with you know on it so it wouldn 't crack." I got the pizza onto it with a peel. It looked great. I said, Okay, now watch it, Mike. Just watch it because it, it can't get too hot. Well, it charred, mm-hmm. broke the pizza stone. We had to go order takeout a pizza that night. So, um, and I, you know, I lost my pizza stone. So I said to my son, I you know, I really like a pizza stone for for Christmas. And Emile Henri has a rectangular stone that got gravy views, Williams-Sonoma and on Amazon. And what I like about it is I like to make breads. I have a sourdough starter that I've been um, working on for a couple months now, and it just makes great sourdough bread. But baguette makers, they have like baguette pans and I mean, that's okay, but I like putting, I like creating steam in my oven and I just don't know. I just thought maybe a baking stone would be better because sometimes I like to make a boule form or a little fatter baguette. And so um, he bought me this Emile Henry, uh, he bought me a bl- the black one. They have it in red too, but I thought red would discolor a lot because I have a lot of red stuff in my kitchen. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. It, it When you put it into um, your oven. I've made um, some bread on it and I have yet to make pizza on it but I'm never going to put it in the barbecue so we'll never have to worry because it's not a cheap it's not very cheap Um, but I will say that it it uh, really carries the heat well as far as heating up the whole stone so I put it into like a 500 degree oven and I usually let the stone heat up before I put any bread or pizza on it. And it's just crusty. It just comes out beautiful. I highly recommend this pizza stone. It's really, really nice. Um, it's heavy. It's not a light pizza stone. It's not like one that, you know, you'd find at Walmart. It's it's really a great stone. And again, um, they do have them on Amazon. And uh, they're about $60. Sometimes you can get it on sale, you know, with William sonoma or Cirla Tabla or something. But... If you're looking for a pizza stone, um, I I think this is great. I plan on um, you know do, grilling some fish on there too, so because uh, I like I like salmon. So the other thing that um, I got along with that pizza stone is my son's girlfriend got me a, cou- a couching, um linen, and in France I saw where they use them. It's basically a thick piece of linen, and t- to couch your bread you you flour this linen uh, this heavy heavy linen it's made from flax, and you um you put it into the shape like your baguettes you know it's pretty it's it's long and it's fairly wide, so you kind of make your little um curves in that and then you lay out once you get that all um, because it holds it it holds a fold really well then you lay out your baguettes into this cushing linen and that's how you proof your bread so you just let it uh, it absorbs some of the, the the liquid in it too so the the bread comes out really crusty and you don't ever wash it so after you're done um, proofing your bread and you get it into the oven, um, then you just shake it out. You just shake out the, the flour and you fold it back up. You let it dry and you let it fold back up. It's fabulous. Um, again, Amazon has them for like 15 bucks. I highly recommend if you like to make bread. Uh, I, I, I'm sure Nemo has one. Um, but, uh, that was another great present. And the other present that I really appreciated, um, My husband got it. Macy's had a sale, and then they had the extra 25% off friends and family before Christmas. I highly recommend people take advantage of that sale if you you don't normally take it, uh, take advantage of it. I have dull knives, and I sharpen my knives, but I've never had a really nice, nice knife. I was going to get one in Germany when we were there, and I don't know. I didn't. I thought bringing it back on the plane, I didn't know if it was going to cause some issues. So they had a... Uh, a lot of the chefs have recommended a Henkel's 9-inch chef knife. That is, seems to be their tool of choice. If they're going to use any implement in the kitchen, they always have that 9-inch chef's knife. And I thought, wouldn't it be nice to actually have a sharp knife and not a, you know, not a dull knife that I have to sharpen like all the time? So we got the Henkel's knife. It's fabulous. Chop's great. But I have a horrible habit I have Band-Aids on my fingers to let you know this, so I'm trying to tell people about this, is Henkel's is a fabulous knife, very, very sharp. You need to be mindful when you use it. But I have a habit that when I chop my vegetables, I take my index finger and I slide it off the knife. I just kind of like slide off the rest of it off the knife. Well, because the top of the knife edge is so sharp, it has sliced my fingers. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Like four (laughs) times. Now you think once I'd probably say, ooh, I won't do that again. Second time, definitely won't do that again. Okay, this is the fourth time now. And I'm really thinking, um, this is ridiculous. I need to be definitely more mindful. But I'm just not used to a knife being sharp on both edges. And it is sharp on both edges. But it is probably one of, it's got a beautiful weight to it. So when you're holding it, I mean, it's a fairly heavy knife. And it chops like a dream, and I am very happy um, to have it. The, the thing is, is that they normally are very expensive, but Macy's already had, like, um, they had it on sale for, like, 30% off, and then another 25% off, so the thing was, like, $30. It was, it was hmm. a great knife. It normally goes close to 100 so, you know, look for a sale on that knife, but that, I I'd highly recommend that knife. It is just a terrific, terrific knife for the kitchen. How do you store it? I have it in a drawer. It didn't come with a sheath, which bothers me. Um, usually, you know, you'd think with an expensive knife, it would come with a sheath. But I'm looking into um, like a wood block just for maybe one or two knives that I could sharpen like my dull knives and keep them in there. Because, I, I, again, I don't have a lot of room. So I'm hoping to maybe just get like a very small wood block that have the slits in there. And then I could just maybe store it in there.
1: Because that's what I have that we also bought our knives at Macy's, (laughs) but there were three knives from the previous set that were still really good. So we kept them Mm -hmm. right now. They sit on the counter next to the block because I, like Uh, you, I don't uh, have a sheath for them. I don't want to just put them in the drawer because one of us will lose a finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm trying to figure out a way of storing those three knives safely and not just have them sitting there on the counter.
0: Well, you know, now that you mentioned that, I'm wondering if they do have a sheath, sheath, uh, sheath, my goodness, not a sheath of weed, a sheath. Um, they do have some. I'm looking, Hinkle's has, a, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond has a sheath for six bucks.
1: Hmm, okay, It's
0: a protective sheath. So maybe that would be better for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see it. Um, it has this interior felt that allows your knife to slide in and out with, I mean, actually you could just make one. But yeah, they it's like leather, on hard leather on the outside. And it's, uh, oh, I never even saw that at Bed Bath & Beyond. And it has a, a soft interior. So they have 8-inch and 10-inch and I have a 9-inch knife. So, I mean, I could probably get the 10-inch and it'd be all right. That would be better than finding a block for my, um, you know, my my countertop because I really don't have it um, Amazon has it too same thing six dollars oh, oh uh, I take that back it's seven dollars shipping so that doesn't make sense
1: yeah I don't see it on Bed Bath & Beyond I see the knives with the sheath I don't see just
0: yeah you have to you have to put in it um, I, yeah,
1: separately I, I did I put in knife sheath hmm yeah it came up right away for me hmm. I'll have to look later because that would be good. You know, even if it is 6 or $7, that would be good. And then I can put them in the drawer.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you get your 20% off. Oh, that's the other thing. When you go to Bed Bath & Beyond, um, you know how you're always getting those coupons, those huge coupons in the mail? They, When I went into Bed Bath & Beyond, um, I said, I don't have a coupon. She said, well, download the app, Retail Me Not. I said, right now? She said, yep. So I said, all right. So I downloaded the app, Retail Me Not. And all you have to do now is just type in Bed, Bath, Bath & Beyond, and up comes the um, scanning code for Bed, Bath & Beyond to take the 20% off any, any item. And they will also allow you to use Bye Bye Baby because they own that company. So if you buy more than one item, they allow you to,
1: to use the Bye Bye Baby coupon as well. Yeah. You can use more than one coupon. I have, a, I have a ton of them in my pocketbook. So if you buy five different items, you can use five 20% off coupons and they can be expired. They don't the expiration's different now. They
0: they make you, they only give you 10% off if it's expired.
1: Oh, okay. Mm, Cuz the last yeah. time I went, I it was still 20. that must be something new. Yeah. So, that yeah, but
0: still it's something. Yeah, it's something. I mean, it's worth it to me. Yeah. So then, the other thing that is very reasonable, and for those of you that have, um, you know, some Galaxy devices or the um, the iPhone eight, eight plus, or ten, uh, they have the Anchor wireless charging. It's the Power Port, Power Port charging pad. It's like twenty dollars, and so when you rather than plug in your Lightning cable, you just put it on um, the charging pad, and it. Charges up your phone. I just wish I could do it on my iPad. Uh, I, I really wish I could do it on my iPad, but that's that's it's you know they don't have that yet. But they also have um, they have two of them on Amazon. We got the one that was twenty dollars, and they have one that's twenty five, and they both have the one that's um, uh, twenty five is the, the the key wireless, and that is um, pretty reasonable for the wireless charger. That's really really nice.
1: Does that work so, through the uh, the iPhone case, or do you have to remove the case? I don't have a well. No, I can. I put.
0: I don't. I don't. Uh, I have a uh, like a skin on mine, and I can put it down, and it works. Okay. Yeah. So that was another really nice present, and then um, for for the iPhone and I excuse me the iPad, I got a couple of games and. One of them was called Garogia I hope I'm saying this correctly. Garogia. Garogia. It's um it's the most beautiful game. It's a very short game. I would say it would take you maybe an hour, but I really wanted to um I wanted to support the developer. He he basically hand drew all of the illustrations and it shows they're beautiful illustrations oh my gosh i've played it like three times already i'll just like you know if i have to wait around i'll just reopen it and replay it. it's not like i don't know what's going to happen but i just love the illustrations they're just gorgeous i'm hoping he'll come out with another game that's a little more uh, involved but it's absolutely beautiful it's a puzzle game and i think it's about 4.99 right now and I would say that for $5 for, I mean, I don't know if it's gone on sale or not, but it's absolutely beautiful. Apple had it on their app of the day and I thought, huh, that looks really interesting. And uh, it's by Annapurna Games and I highly recommend it. It's it's just really, really pretty. Just Just a beautiful little plot line and just beautiful illustrations. Absolutely gorgeous. I've never seen anything quite like it in the app store. It's really, really different. And then the other game, if you loved Limbo, the game Limbo um, that came out a few years ago, they had, uh, they've come out with a new game, Play Dead. It's called uh, Inside, and you can play it for free, and it's, again, it's kind of like a puzzle game. Uh, not so much, but you have to just get, I would say it's a timing game. You have to get the timing right. Kind of like what you had to do with limbo to play the entire game is $7 and it's it's not bad. That's, it's, again, it's not really a a long, long game, but it's a fabulous, very noir, you know, very um, um, tense, you know, you, you're, you're this little boy and you're, he's panting and you know, he's got a little red shirt on and you, you know there's gangsters and they shoot at you and you, I mean you die and you've got to like you know start over from um, not from the beginning but kind of uh, you start over from where maybe a section that you're trying to get through it's really I, I can't believe how tense I, I was white knuckling it through this game so I I think for $7 it was, try the free version out and if you like it it's definitely worth the 7 bucks. definitely I really enjoyed it very much and that's pretty much my Christmas. We had um you know, we had a low-key Christmas and I think, you know, when you get older, you really do realize that uh Christmas is is really for children because like you, when we need something, we think, "Oh, we'll just go out and get it." And I said to my husband, "This is the last year I'm doing this. I love to wrap presents. I I do a very elaborate wrapping jobs, but I'm wrapping things that we bought like a month ago and we know exactly what it is it's like seriously this is stupid no more i'm only wrapping presents that we buy for somebody else or if we get each other a surprise um and we'll just do stockings
1: because this is way too much time Meanwhile, meanwhile i hand you your gift in the walmart bag (laughs) (laughs) no that's that's what i did i only bought presents i have great niece and nephew so we saw them on Christmas and I bought them toys at Walmart. I'm like, here. <laughs> I didn't even wrap them. Like, you know, they don't care. They just want to see the toy. I'm just so like not into that stuff. I, I don't wrap. I, I just, I'm terrible. I just don't do it.
0: Oh, I loved wrapping. I've always loved wrapping. When my kids were small, I used to make origami animals and I would have like a whole scene of origami animals on their, on their top of their present, or I'd get, play-doh little things of play-doh or i'd get cars because they loved cars or transformers and i always had that kind of go along with their bow but yeah i i've always loved wrapping and you know i go out and i pick holly and i you know i have like holly paper last year i i made all my wrapping paper i carved some stamps and i made my wrapping paper and then i did some printmaking i did um i made a uh I pretty much did a linoleum cut and then I said, well, if I'm going to print this, you know, if I, if I just repeated it, it'd be a great wrapping paper. So that's what I did. I did that on, you know, like the brown craft paper. So I made all of my wrapping paper last year. I love, I love wrapping. I can't help it. It's just an art, it's an artistic expression. And I think, you know, for one day and, you know, I like to try to take commercialism out of it a little bit. And so if you're only buying somebody, you know, a few things, I just think making it really special. I love the Japanese aesthetic where, and and in Korea too, they have, they have a whole art about wrapping. I mean, I can't remember the name of it, but it's, it's it's a, it's a, it's a uh, Asian word that just means the way that you wrap things. And, You know, my husband said when he goes to Japan, just the way they even present their business card to you, they have their both hands with the pinkies um, together and they give it to you like a gift. I think there's something beautiful and very special about that. Um, That's why I love wrapping because I I think just to make something special. People, I think when something's beautifully wrapped, they, they, they unwrap it slower. They don't tear through it. You know, I think we've all had, you know presents where you know they're just they have just some paper and you know one of the fake bows and you know you you can tear that apart but when something is t- painstakingly wrapped I find people unwrap it slower they actually you know will uh, be careful about taking the tape off they sometimes save the wrapping I, I think that's something really nice about that something very rewarding but that's me.
1: Unless you're me when I knew my husband got me a watch and an iPad, and I just ripped that paper off just to get to it. I'm like, you got me an iPad? I can tell by the box rip
0: <laughs> I don't know i you know i it's funny because the the older. I get every year, the slower I like life to become. I like, you know, taking my time. And I know there's a whole movement about, you know, slow eating and taking your time eating. And there is something special to be savored, you know, because none of us really know how how long we have on this planet. And so something, you know, like eating or having a wonderful glass of wine somebody's bought for you or you have or, you know, you have a a gift, there's something... Really nice about taking your time and you know savoring that moment. I don't know. Maybe I'm becoming introspective, or we're becoming uh, sage. Oh no, <laughs> no, I'm becoming a crone. That's what I'm becoming. <laughs> like somebody said, "Oh yeah, you know, if you're af- if you're um if you're older than fifty, you're a crone." I like, "What? What are you What are you talking about a crone?" Oh yeah, because you know, um, in in ancient cultures, they had the three stages of women. They had maiden. Mother and then crone. So you know, maiden was uh, virgin, and of course mother, and then you, um, then you had crone, which yes was the wise woman. So yeah, I guess I, I guess I could say I'm a
1: crone. Like we were talking about before My we head. hit the record button, we might be crones, but we are still 25 at heart.
0: Oh gosh, yes. Oh my gosh. I I was going through some videos on my iPhone the other day and I can't even believe I did this. I'm embarrassed to even say it. I was at my in-laws this summer. I don't think I had a glass of wine, but I could have. But I for some reason I thought I could still do cartwheels like I was, you know, fifteen years old. They were so bad. I could barely get my legs up over my they were so bad. And I thought my form, I surely I must have done a really nice cartwheel. It felt like it. And then my husband said, no, remember, I took the video to prove to you like, oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Won't be doing that again anymore.
1: (laughs) It's one thing I was never able to do. Never could do a cartwheel. Cartwheel.
0: Oh, backbends. I used until I could never do a backbend now. But yeah, I used to love. uh, Well, I took Ballet. Uh, for many, many years. And I always appreciated gymnastics, but I always loved, you know, back bends and cartwheels and flips. I always thought it was c- so cool to run and do flips. I just
1: thought that was the best thing. It is but I was always an that's observer. why I love to see football I, I love to see
0: football players you know when they make a touchdown they do a spontaneous flip I'm thinking that's not that easy that's pretty cool Oh no it's not start. I've seen yeah. them I've
1: seen ice skaters Olympic ice skaters do that and usually my heart jumps into my throat I think it might have been banned somebody did that once and I just went oh my god like if they, had, if <laughs> they missed they're like cracked their heads right on the ice I know I know. And, you know, speaking
0: of Olympics, I have to tell you is I do love the Winter Olympics. And, you know, ice skating is ice skating, you know, but I love when Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir, I love his outfits. I love those two together. They have such a rapport. So I thought, you know, this, this is going to be interesting. And Sean White just scored like a perfect hundred. Um in his event you know i just think i think it's going to be an exciting winter olympics i'm looking forward to it yeah. just a few weeks yeah away. So what,
1: three weeks from now february 8th i believe it yeah. is yeah i love to watch
0: i love skiing so i love to watch um you know the grand slalom i love to watch all the skiing events i love you know moguls and i i love to watch the bobsled and and luge i love all of that the only thing i would have to say is curling doesn't really um float my boat but All the other ones pretty much do.
1: We're more summer than
0: winter, but we will watch. We'll watch some. The biathlon too. I don't really watch the biathlon too much, but hockey.
1: I will definitely be watching
0: hockey because my husband loves hockey. We'll watch
1: the hockey, the ice skating, basically because there's nothing else to watch. When that's on, oh. when the Olympics are on, because everything else usually goes into uh, reruns or they'll put something else on because they know people are going to watch the Olympics. So we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: I, that said, um, if people need some new um, shows to binge watch, um, because I'm still waiting for me and the High Castle to come out uh, the third season. We watched um, Border Town, and that was really good. Um, that takes place in Iceland. And I think the the actor, his name's Carrie. He, that was really good. I really, really enjoyed that. That's a that's a really um, interesting series. And then um, there's two French ones. One is called The Frozen Dead. It's called uh, Glacé and and French. And that one has subtitles. That one is really good. That I really we really enjoyed that. And um, I'm trying to think what the uh, I I'm thinking we're going to try Stranger
1: Things. Have you done Stranger mm-hmm. Things or Black? Yeah. Did, did you like it? I'm not one of those Stranger Things fanatics. I liked it. I prefer season one over season two. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely watch it when season three comes out. My husband watched it. He just finished season two and he preferred two over one. Now, what about Black
0: Mirror? Because that's never the other seen one. that one. I really think that one looks really interesting. Yeah, that's on my okay. list. The other French one was really good. And of course, these are short series. They're only like six episodes. It's called La Mante, which is the mantis. And it's about a woman serial killer um, who is in jail, but she, there's a copycat killer. um, And so they spring her from jail and the only way she'll, She'll help them out as if she works with her son, who is a detective. And that's really good. Lamont is really good. We were going to try Peaky Blinders, but that one just didn't do it for I me. I
1: don't even think I made it through the first
0: episode. I tried The Punisher. Oh, with John Berthel, The Punisher. That was awesome. Uh, it, was, it was very violent. Oh, very my gosh. Violent. It was very
1: violent. But it was really, really uh, good. I really enjoyed it. I put it a notch above Iron Man. Or Iron Fist.
0: Yeah, I like Frank Castle's uh, thing. I mean, he's he's got the angst and he's got the Marine thing going. I don't know. I it would the the violence though was hard for me sometimes. It was really hard, but uh, it that was a really good series too. Good winter series. Mm. Okay.
1: Well, that's it for me, Louisa. Yeah. That's all my recommendations. Okay. So I guess we're going to wrap up this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Did you get anything special for the holidays that you want to share with us? You know where to find us, 3kikiladies.com with the number three spelled out. All our contact information can be found there. So let us know what you got for the holidays or what you wish you got for the holidays. So uh, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next time. Bye.